Pockets. This episode is part two of a two-part series with astrologer Chani Nicholas. Last week, we got to learn about her and how she got into astrology, and she explained a lot about how it all works. And this week, she's reading our charts. You're both Sun Venus. So yes, you both need relationships and partnerships. It's like key to both of your identities. Really? But you also do it in opposite styles because <laughs> you're opposite signs. Okay. So that's our little jumping off point. All right, let's hear Great. it. Okay. So should I do them one at a time? Uh, However you like whatever, to do your- Whatever, the your... floor is yours. So we're basically, we're different, but same. We're same, but different. Well, you have these similar things that are really, I would think they'd help you to understand each other or just feel really familiar to each other. And Kate, you know your chart. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, yeah, I know the, yeah. I know the okay. Basics. So, so I'll go through both of them. Alicia, have you seen your chart? I have not seen my chart. Okay. So I'm oh, going to kind of, I, know, I, know the, I don't know what the chart, the wheel means though. Okay. I don't, that, I, that I have no. Okay. So Alicia, you've got an Aries rising. Did you know that? Woo-hoo. No, you I didn't? don't know anything about myself. Oh, this is new? I mean, I know I'm a cancer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Aries rising. So rising sign is the most personal part of the chart because it depends on the location that you're born at and the exact time of day, because we would look to the Eastern horizon and we would see what sign is coming up over the Eastern horizon. And that changes every like couple hours, but it changes every couple of minutes in terms of degree. So it's super sensitive because your sun sign changes once every 30 days. Okay. But that changes every couple hours. Wow. So when you were born, we had Aries rising. So it's it's it marks the time that you were like, I'm here, I'm born, I'm going to do this lifetime. So it, it marks your motivation for living. And yours is Aries, okay, which is motivated to be a fighter, what? to take action, yep. to bring the heat, <laughs> to be super independent. Mm-hmm. So this is, so you've got, so then astrology teaches us we've got all of these different components to ourselves, right? So your Cancer Sun is very different than your Aries rising. But the Aries rising is really bold and needs to take risks and needs to just go head first and like comes into the world and is like, great, a challenge. Yes, I need it. And you actually like deeply, your soul needs to find its way through life by risking things and by doing stuff that people tell you you can't do and by being able to fight for something that you feel. That sounds like Leisha. Yeah. That feels exactly <laughs> like me. But so then the planet that rules that becomes the planet that steers the direction of your life. And we need to know what direction our life is supposed to go in so that we feel satisfied and like we've lived a life on purpose. So the planet that rules your ascendant is Mars, the warrior, the the one that it's like warrior, ambition, courage, desire, and it needs to puncture something. It's got to like move into places that it, that either there's there's a something stopping it or there's a need to like to break something down. And you've got it in the eleventh house of friends and groups and collectives and gatherings of people. So one of the things that that means is that perhaps part of your life purpose is lived out and expressed through being with a group of friends. Interesting. (laughs) That's why you live on a compound. But maybe you're known for a body of work that is about- Friends. A group of friends or a group of people that is Marsian in nature. So 
the ways in which you gather with people is also inspired by taking action in some way. Like so having a band or like something creative with a group of people. Totally. Something creative or activism mm-hmm. or something about gather. So you're, you have a very social mark here. Like one of the parts of your chart is like, oh, she's got to be with the people. She's got to be with a group of people that share the same vision and hope and dream for the future as you. Like that's your jam. It's also in Aquarius. So that is about the collective. So you're really good at understanding systems you're really smart. It's about your your ability to intellectualize things, intellectualize your feelings maybe a little because your moon is also there and the North Node is also there, which is a place where eclipses happen, which means that there's going to be these points in your life where people that you meet and that you're friends with move you into your life purpose in really kind of like wild ways or that you get moved into situations through people that like you. And that's where you live out your life's purpose with the collective. So it's really important for you to always be with groups of people that you feel connected to and like on a deep level, have that same vision as you because you do bring the vision. And I just thought it was hilarious that that was the mark, especially because of one of the storylines about you mapping out. I know, yeah, yeah, the chart. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Oh, that's so true. Because it's like- so sometimes I see this a lot with because I, I work with a lot of artists and it's like, oh, you actually played this character. <laughs> but that the character, then the portal of what that character does or what that show does is it helps you live out a part of your life's purpose. Of course, there's all these other things, but that becomes a vehicle. And then all vehicles like that become so important in your life. Like you've, Very. you've got to be. And so you are the friend. You are the... One who's like, okay, let's rally. And you're you the were like. always meant to play Alice Piazek. <laughs> <laughs> Alice is me and I am Alice. And this was in the stars before you even. <laughs> and it's very like, it's, it's very intellectual. It's very nerdy. It's very geeky. It's very like into facts and data. Like it's a lot sure. of Aquarian energy yeah. there. No? I mean. Facts and data? No. I mean, unless you have a, a side no. kink I don't know about, I don't. I don't. I'm think looking that as more as of like interest. Like I uh-huh. gather information. Yeah. Okay. More than like data. I just envision you with a like doing research. Data. <laughs> yeah. Spreadsheets about. Well, Aquarius is known for its ideas and its ability to like envision something, have a vision, and move towards it. That is me in a nutshell. It's also incredibly stubborn. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thought we were getting along here, Jenny. Yes. But <laughs> and the thing about having a moon Mars is that it's like it's punchy, it's spicy. There's yeah. like always like a little bit of a like a kickback, a little something. There's like you can't like leave the argument. It's like one. Yeah, last no, it's not thing. boring. I'm not boring. No, yeah, no, no, no. And you both have moon Mars. Hers is much closer. It's much more intense. But you both have moon Mars, so you're like. And it's in the opposite signs. So your Marses are in the opposite signs of each other. Your moons are in the opposite signs of each other. And so it's like this, like spiciness or this like- Like a tap dance. Yeah, it's a little battle all the time. Oh, constantly. Yeah, but you also have Venus opposing. You have Sun Venus opposing Sun Venus. And those are like the lovers. Like you both have the signature of like the lover, the partner, the one you're going to like. It's a very likable, lovable signature. And so you both have that as well. And so 
the two things are complementing each other all the time. So there's a lot of like love and adoration, but there's a lot of like tete-a-tete battle. We kick like, dust at each other. Yeah. yeah. But, but like you cute, must but appreciate that yeah, about it's sweet. each other. It's cute dust. It's not like nobody's... We get annoyed with each other. Though. Right, but nobody's, you know, what? tearing the house down. Like we're, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And so your moon in Aquarius is is either intellectual or it is... It's like standoffish a bit. Aquarius is on the outside looking in. So you're with the group, you're super social, you're at the party, but you're also observing always. It's not in the center, it's at the margin and being like, how does this whole thing work? Which is another funny thing with the Alice Piazzecki map because it's always trying to see how the system is at play, whether it be with a group of people or government or whatever we live within. It's like needs to have perspective so that it can see everything. I absolutely need that. And then you have your Cancer son in the fourth house of home and family, which is like super homey, sweet, gooey, gushy, yeah. like bondy, emotional. So it's like these very different things. Your sun and your moon are very, they have very different components. So you have to go out and get like aired out and be social and have that like greater perspective and kind of like understand how everything's going. But then you also need this gorgeous I have to come home. space. Yeah. You have to come home and then you have to have a beautiful home too. When I, I looked at that, I was like, Ooh, I very, yeah, I need, like? I need, yeah, yeah, I need to feel good around my stuff. Yeah. Style, beauty, and a sense Cute. of like safety. Okay. So that's like some I mean, snippets wow. of your chart. Talk, I feel like, you know how you were seen by your grandma? What? I feel yeah. seen by you. I do. I'm like, that was really, that was really like tight. That was that like, was, you that nailed was pre- it. That was, uh, that was clean. Especially the part where I, I need groups of people, but I'm not, I'm not just a person who needs to go out and be around people. I'm not no. that. It's, it's always very purposeful. Or, yeah. 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 It has to have that. That's a reason thing. behind it. Or yeah, like- and, and that's just a chart of an activist too. So anything that you do that's that again, it's like not being at the front of the thing, but it's like helping to encourage the like putting the fire under or like agitating or being part of like an important conversation that's gonna be about a breakthrough and that it will be good for humanity. So it's it's not about you so much as it's like important for you to be part of something that is good for the whole. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Helix. I love every chance we get to talk about our mattresses. I had the most fabulous night of sleep last night. We did. We both. You went to bed at nine. I went to bed at I think nine thirty. Before I woke up get... at five a.m. because I had to watch yeah. these episodes but for the those recap. Those hours, those hours in bed were luxury, right? I was in bliss because you were on your Helix mattress, all warm and cozy. I was. I actually have had a better night of sleep on this Helix mattress than I've had on any other mattress I've slept on in ages. You know why? Because you took the quiz. That's right. Helix offers a lineup of 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix uh, Elite Collection, which is a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how do you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They have the right questions. And your personalized mattress is then shipped straight to your door free of charge. Doesn't going to a mattress store seem like 
so old school now. Completely. Very analog. And by supporting Helix, you're allowing them to support our show. Thanks, everyone. So go purchase your Helix and thank us for your best night's sleep. Next time you see us, you can thank us in person. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows to our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash pants and use code HELIXPARTNER20. That is their best offer yet and it won't last long. Because with Helix, better sleep starts now. You guys know we love to do a little spring refresh. And a great place to start with is, surprise, your luggage. I mean, I don't know about you, Kate, but I have like in my shed probably a lot more luggage than I need. Well, when I got this space bag, I was like, buy old luggage. I have the perfect bag now. Before I started using base, I would notice their bags like the weekender or the suitcase. And it would be like, okay, next time that'll be mine. Because... They just look sleek and they're easy to use. And now that's me. I have one. I can confidently say these things make your life infinitely better. Yeah. And Bases thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. You have 360 degree glided wheels, cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Well, our listeners can also have Base with our 15% off First purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash pants. You go to basetravel.com slash pants. You get your 15% off for your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash pants. I also just wanted to say that, Leisha, you entered a new moon phase, so a, a, a brand new phase in 2012. You ended something and began something in 2012. And then it came to its first kind of point of agitation and becoming something in 2020, which was interesting because you started this podcast in 2020. I don't know if this podcast is part of like that thing, but it'll come to like, you're going to come to a full moon. I don't know. I was just thinking about what happened in 2012, but oh, I'll look back. Oh. I have to think about that. Yeah, 2012 was like a closing, <laughs> closing. and a beginning, Uh huh. like a new moon. It's, it was okay. a, a symbolic, progressed new moon. Am I about color. to go through another one? You're about, in 2028, so a couple of years from now, oh. you're on the upswing, though. You're In 2028, you're going to come to a full moon phase. So everything that you started in back in 2012, but that really got going in 2020 and has been kind of building and building is going to come to a type of fruition in 2028. Really? And that could mean anything. We don't know what that is. Well, it's probably connected to whatever you've been doing at those phases, at those times. So you can kind of think about those. Yeah, I will. We can talk later if you want, but. Okay. So Kate. Kate, Kate, Kate. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous. Okay. (laughs) Don't be nervous. It's so great. I know, but I'm so nervous. Okay. So you have Mars, the planet of drive, ambition. But I, okay, so you both have Mars really prominent and Mars is also in a very like gendered, binary kind of way related to men. So I love that your podcast is called Pants. <laughs> okay, that's cute. That's good. Because obviously everybody wears pants. Yes. Obviously the patriarchy has said it's for men. Anyways, okay, so you've got <laughs> Mars on the ascendant. So the ascendant is the marker of life. It's how we say yes. You have a Leo ascendant. So you both have fire ascendants. So you're both here to like seek out your creative potential and move towards it and feel the inspiration and go with it and shine. 
It's like part of your motivation. So there's a lot of creative energy between the two of you and with you individually. So Mars on the Ascendant, now your Mars, was it was retrograde when you were born. So when if we would have stepped out of the hospital when you were born, the sun would have just gone down and Mars would have been. Sorry, I just <laughs> it's, You had your moment. You had your moment. Be quiet, respectful. <laughs> the moment you were born, the sun went down. Well, it's 7.38 p.m. No, in December. It like, tends to do that. I think it was this sentence. I don't know. Okay, okay sorry. I'm, I'll shut up. <laughs> if we would have stepped out of the hospital right. when you were born, the sun was down and Mars was just had just come up over the horizon and it would have been a really bright red star. So it would have been like a signature of like, oh, this is a moment of somebody who is supposed to take charge in some way, have that kind of like warrior energy and have that, uh, it's a signature of a leader in some way. Now, Mars was retrograde when you were born. So it's a different kind of energy. Like it's not a straightforward kind of leader. It's a, it's, it's that energy of desire, of drive, of courage, and of, we could say it's like a, a mask kind of energy mm -hmm. that's right on the marker of your life. And hanging around these two things are a lot of different fixed stars. So the planets move, the stars stay in basically the same place. And they're a lot about a kind of prominence. And then you've got your moon at the very end of Leo also there. And that is the place that the moon is in when you were born is next to a royal star. So there's a sense of prominence and a sense of like a kind of little bit of a destiny to be seen. Because Me? It's, yeah. Because I'm about, here, world. <laughs> I'm here. Because this is all in Leo. Right. So you're going to be known for some kind of edge, uh -huh. something that feels like, what? again, we're all Gen X, so we were born at a time. We're all, you know, Latchkey kids. And yeah, latchkey <laughs> kids. But also, like, we're supposed to be, like, nice women and whatever. Right. And so if you have Mars in the Ascendant, you're going to be, like, a different kind of woman. You're right. going to be one that's edgy and maybe known for a kind of, like, more masculine, but also like it's warrior kind of energy. It's like sex appeal. Right. And you've got the moon there that just kind of like amps that up. This is very different than your Capricorn stuff. Yeah, your I was going to say this all stuff is very like, don't look at, it's very self-restrained. Completely. And it's very like, don't it just wants to work hard and hide. Totally. <laughs> but That's your Leo do. does not so let you do that. All I want to do is be left alone. <laughs> <laughs> I You're like, I know I'm sexy. Just leave me alone. <laughs> It hates that shit. I think what there is, you know, because you're born, older. but Go you're ahead. born at the, like at that, at that time of the year where there's in the Northern hemisphere, there's not a lot of sunlight. That's so right, it, Leisha. That's why the sun sets I, when I, I was born at yeah. 738. Thank you very much. But it makes people with Capricorn. It's like, it's not about me. It's about the ways in which I can be productive and useful. And also there's like a stoicism to Capricorn and that's, it's really reserved and it's self-contained. So to have all this flashy fucking Leo <laughs> shit on your ascendant right. is completely different than what your sun is, but your sun rules your ascendant. So we have this contradiction here. We have right. like 
a thing that says, oh, well, this is going to be someone who comes in with a lot of prominence and they're they're also going to have some kind of responsibility to lead in some way, but maybe a little uncomfortable with it because it's retrograde. What am I supposed to lead? This makes so much sense. Well, what the hell am I supposed to lead? Why do you? What are you asking? I don't me? know. You you speak with such conviction, like, <laughs> oh, this makes sense. Well, what well, am I leading? I, I just know it's, like it's the push pull. Yeah, but I want to take us back. Okay. To you know, when we're young and we have this stuff, it's really different than when we're older and we've like done stuff and we've kind of lived it out and we work with it in really different ways and the times are different now. But like when you were 24. I was cute when I was 24. I'll no, give no. myself that. That's not what I mean. But when you were 24, were you not at the leading edge of a conversation, whether you were ready for it or not? You were. You were there. Not oh, because we were doing the show, yes. right? Ah, I feel you. Well, I was 26, but yes. No, I was 24. You were 24. No, 24. We've, you've said it on pants. We all know oh, right, how old right, you were. Me. I'm I'm 46 so, now. So at 24, what do you old. know about doing anything? Nothing. You don't know for shit. So, but you have this chart that's like, you're going to get noticed. You're going to be seen. Right. You're going to be kind of put on blast for this stuff. And people are going to look to you as someone who should take up some leadership already. But your son is in the sixth house being like, I don't really want to be seen. And I would just <laughs> like to kind of hide away and be a hermit and like go work on some my shed and do some stuff exactly. and like be left alone. So true. So you, maybe you bury yourself in some kind of work to feel justified and having the attention, but there's like that tension is always there. So what do I do? I have, that's a real conundrum, Channy. So well, now you're 46. Yeah. You're so, fine. I mean, you know, right? our show got canceled. No one cares. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anyone. Pull, you're not being pulled right now. <laughs> no one's calling. You're but okay. It's a, but it's a real conundrum. <laughs> the push and pulling. The the, yeah. the 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 light in the dark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a million other things that are right. in your charts, but that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Right. And when you see that, you're like, oh, wow. I, that, I, I know people with different parts of this kind of setup but for both of you. And you, you both have this thing where like your cancer is so, Alicia, your cancer is so vulnerable and so sensitive and so available and to like create family and home and it's nurturing and all of that. But you're like Aquarius, like needs fucking space and like to be out there and to like be free and to be a weirdo and to be on the edge and so all true. that stuff. It's so true. And your Leo just does this thing where it attracts a bunch of attention and your Capricorn's like, oh my God, that's disgusting. What is happening? <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, it can so be, gross. it's embarrassing. I yeah. used to find it embarrassing. Yeah, of course. It's all, yeah. I know, that it, I don't mean that as an insult to anybody. No, but, but anyone with a lot of own... earth should feel embarrassed. Yeah, attention. it's the pragmatism. Yeah. It's just the, the Capricorn goat pragmatism. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you yeah. want to be known for your quality of craft. I mean, if there is such a, if, if I have such a thing, one, sure. one, a Capricorn yeah. would, yeah, a Capricorn would. <laughs> but you've got, you've got to wear this other thing. But then it changes over time, right? Your relationship with that structure, those both of you have, changes over time. It means different things. You probably lean into certain parts of it yeah. too, it's, right? Like yeah. rely on a different part of yourself. Yeah, yeah. At certain and, times. Yeah, and you you might also not feel so like you know, taken away by wild horses, by parts of yourself. Right. You know, like or you, you're, you can become more, you, you're more stable life, as you, you get older. Or you're like you're in a relationship and your girlfriend's right. like, what do you mean you're going to just, you know, go on a road trip by yourself? Like, like you yeah, can't do yeah. the stuff like that. But you can. <laughs> no, you can. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, you're also like a, you know, responsible human in right. the world. Yeah. Right. 
Because I, I definitely think, have that part where I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Gotta go. I gotta, but I need to know you're gonna be here when I get back. Yes, I'm also gonna be home. <laughs> and like I need all everything. this to be yeah, here and <laughs> lovely. <laughs> so but I'm gonna go air myself out. Yeah, totally. And you both with that air Mars myself. thing that you both have, you need that. Like there's a need to kind of like cut ties and do something. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I love touring. Way. Like I loved being yes. in a different city every yeah, day yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, or it just. Yeah. I mean, touring's exhausting, but there's something nice about it where you just kind of, like, the world just goes by and yeah. it just feels good. You're yeah. no ties. Yeah, it's great. Moving. moving. And then both of you with the sun Venus, it's like you're both the lover, you're both the the partner, but you're also both the artist. The Venus is the artist. She's the one who creates beauty and union with people. So you're also people that are very beloved and you also do this thing where you create a lot of union in your life. But then the the Mars of it all is like, okay, bye. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you respect that about each other and like know when you need the connection oh, and know yeah. when you need the freedom. I think we've had plenty of talks where one of us has said, I need to get the fuck out of here, even if it's just for 24 hours. And the right. other one will say, well, why don't you just go and do it then? Yeah. 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 Right. Because you're not threatened other. by the, the need to go. No, no, no. Like you've, you, I mean, there's plenty of times where I just wanted to disappear out into the desert for a couple of days just to get a break. And you, you just say, I want to drive to Marfa. Yeah. I want to drive out to the beach. I just want to, when I we did. had COVID, you got in the car and took road trips by yourself. I did. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I like you call it airing, out, airing yourself yeah, out. That's really yeah. good. Space. I like it. Yeah. And then Kate, you went through a new moon phase in 2017. So that's when you ended something and began something. Yes. That makes sense. And that will come to a really nice energized I hope you point say 2028. In 2024. Interesting. Wait, but so, that's next which is year. Now, which is now. So you're moving into a, you're moving. So whatever happened in 2017 has built whatever way it's built and the direction it's brought you in. I think I got married in 2018. I can't Aww. remember. I, I think I got married in 2017. Shit. Anna, Around there. You know, it's like it's it's an ending of one I'm thing and beginning think, of another thing. It's not I have like a so question. stark. Yeah. Okay, since we both have the beginning and endings to these cycles, are mm -hmm. they called cycles? Everyone does. Okay. Everyone. Like we, we all have. have. When you have at okay, let's times. say we have they projects together. Times. So we have like projects together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then how, when does the project come to fruition if we both have different? Great question. Thanks. So it's really it's my about. first one. It's really. <laughs> 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 it's really about um, the the thing that happened at that inception of the cycle because it doesn't always have to be a work project, right? It might be a relationship, or it might be like a some something in your life is coming to a close and a new thing is opening up. So the work projects that you have, they also have their own astrology chart. I right? Would say. Oh shit! We oh, should have to do that one. <laughs> shit, pants. Another time. But we need the date of when pants was born. I don't have pants birth certificate on hand. Like, well, when we you launched. To the day you launched would be its chart. Yeah. I got to look. That's right. cute. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's, so you can think about it. Like there's all these different things going on, but right. you're both on the upswing is what I will say. Good. That's good. You're both on the growth part right, of the nobody's cycle. Nobody's closing. No, that's no. Good. You're both moving. Like you're both coming to, well, you're coming to a really energized point now and you're in one. You've already kind of moved through it and you're on your way to the full moon. So you're not that far apart. Am I on okay. my way to the full moon yeah, as yeah, well? Yeah, you're mm -hmm. on your way. Cool. After the new moon, we go to first quarter, which is about what you're about to hit when the moon looks half full. Okay. And then it'll take like another seven years to get to a full moon.
Kate. Well, you know I, I love wish. wine. I just watched the movie Sideways. Oh, okay. And I wanted to have a glass of wine after watching Paul Giamatti describe so beautifully different notes of wine. Fantastic movie. But I don't know as much as the experts in Sideways know about wine. I don't. I don't. And that's why. Well, that's why First Leaf is so great for all of us because they're going to help us through the process. This wine club personalizes wines for you. They'll ask you what you're into. Do you like almonds? Yes. Do you like chocolate? I love it. They're like, Leisha, say no more. Here's the wine for you. How great is that? So are you excited about trying First Leaf? I'm so excited to try First Leaf. Okay, great. Also, the more wines you choose on First Leaf, the more they get to know you and the more like distinct they get with what they're picking for you. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash pans to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash pants. Tryfirstleaf.com slash pants. Okay, okay, so we're both on the upswing. That's great. We're both on the upswing. Yes, you're both building towards something. And great. Kate's, your full moon will be 2033. And yours, what did I say? 20, 28. 28. So it's not that many years off. No. So it's it's the same kind of, yeah, building energy. I like this. Yeah. What about? Not that the downswing is bad, right? No. It's just part of the cycle, just, but it's always exciting to go up. It's always much better to go up. Right. But you'll also be going up at a time in your life where you have all of this experience under your belt and you know yourself and you, you know, you've like lived into yourself in a lot of ways. So you won't have another, you know, full moon phase for 30 years after that. And at that point, you'll be at a way different point in your life. So you can kind of think of it like that. I'll be, I mean... Yeah, you won't remember. <laughs> okay, what one. about when you have at this age? Because I'm 52, you have yeah. thoughts about. I'm not going to call it retirement, but like I picture myself like, you know, leaving the business and moving out of LA and having. Do you? A, I do. I picture yeah. like a barn where I get to paint and I yeah. don't have like emails and. Yeah. What is that? Oh God. Heaven. <laughs> um, <laughs> That sounds like, like our next the winding, I guess the, can I move in? Yeah, like that's, the that's winding, the winding, not the winding down of life. Do you want to help look like, after a small child? <laughs> um, <laughs> the slowing down. I'm very maternal and I never had a child, but sure, I'll help. I have one you can hang that's out with. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but what is that? Like when you start having thoughts that you've never had before in your life. Well, I, I Or is know, this a more of a therapy I think that's thing? age. <laughs> I think realize. that's called a midlife. Do you know moment. a good therapist? <laughs> do you go no, to therapy it, or do you not need it do when I you're go an astrologer? Well, would do you um, not need it when you're an astrologer? Do I go to therapy? Well, at, but I want to say okay. that at the early 50s, you have what, what is called a Chiron return. And you also have you're so you're okay, you're undergoing a Chiron, you've done you're done your Chiron return. Leisha is. But just yes. Chiron is the wounded healer. So it's often times where you kind of like move into a deeper understanding of the wounds that might have plagued you as a younger person, but then also your capacity to heal and the power in that. But you're also right now in a very important, you asked me about the Saturn, the seven year thing. You're right. at a very important since March, seven year itch moment. So Saturn comes, we know the Saturn return, which is where Saturn returns back to where it was when we were born. That's a 28 year cycle, like the moon. 
at like the progress moon. And then it goes in these seven year segments at the square opposition, another square and another close. You're at the last quarter square, which is the closing square before it will return back to itself in your second Saturn return, which is later, but you're at this you pivotal won't, you moment. You won't remember when that happens, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be like when you're 57. I hope I still have my memory. Oh my I wouldn't count on it, but we can all wish. Okay. <laughs> so at this point, you're like, this is a closing of a different cycle. So it's like, what's important to keep structurally? And what do I actually want to let go of and maybe compost a little bit? And it's not that you have to do that now, but you start thinking about what is the- What matters. What matters. What structurally matters. What is like key to my integrity and feeling good? This because is what I'm Saturn talking is about. the Lord of time. And he's always like, <sighs> It's all I talk about these <laughs> yeah. days. TikTok, TikTok. TikTok. I've been pointing to my wrist a lot lately. I'm like, we've got like- 30 good years left. What are we yeah, going to do with exactly, it? Exactly. Exactly. And really, that's the gift of Saturn. Like, we live in a youth as obsessed culture. So, no one ever wants to think like everyone's like, how can I reverse time? How can mm -hmm. I get more back? But Saturn's like, no, bitch, this is it. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you live spend within it? your means and be really creative. Yes. Know that death is there. Yep. Yeah. And that you will get there, just like yep. all of us will. So, if that's true, what are you going to do with this time? Thank you. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite subject these days. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I love it. That's beautiful. I would do like some kind of offering to Saturn because of that in a way. Like, what does that mean? Like, um, like some, how some pants merch. <laughs> <laughs> how would you show time that you're honoring it? I guess. You know, like making making a kind of concerted commitment to yourself yes. to not waste your fucking time. Thank you. Oh my God. And not let this anybody else waste day. your time. Right. Or anyone else. That's a big one for you. Yeah. But yeah, this is, so, it all falls in line. Yeah. Now, the thing about the Venus Sun stuff that you both have, and it's different than your Venus, uh, your moon Mars is like, fuck you, can do that. But your your Sun Venus stuff is like, Oh, I should be nice. <laughs> so you have both. So hopefully it balances each other out. But there are going to be times where your son Venus is challenged to not let people waste your time. Or Your moon Mars will never be challenged to do that because right. it knows how to do that. But there's a different part of you probably in the relationships that feel more familial or like you're more comfortable in. It's sure like when I told my mom to tell my dad and sister that I was gay because I had already... I told exactly. my mom and I was like, okay, good. We got that. Will Shop you just tell out. them? <laughs> okay. But also yes. you have Kate. Mars on your ascendant and Me. Mars is, yes. Okay. Kate, you've got Mars in your ascendant. So that means that exactly. you come into the world with that kind of like power Mars energy. And you also, it's Mars is a sword. Ah. Uh, so what did you tell me when we said I told this? you that, you, well, you said that your wife used to stare down men, men and, and, and as a child, as a child <laughs> when they came over to the house and it made the men really uncomfortable. Yes, it did. She's very proud and of it. I was like, oh, I respect that because my mom said, and I remember this a little bit, that I, I used to have like a plastic Viking armor set with a plastic sword and any guy that would come into the house, I would challenge to a duel. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> like without fail, like you had to like pay the toll to cross the bridge. It oh. was that. 
And is that not a dream child? <laughs> my daughter does that. I'll be so proud of her. And they got like a kick out of it, but I was dead serious. Yes. I'm like, no, bitch, stand up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Do you have <laughs> pictures you of you in that outfit? Mary does somewhere. Uh, yeah. Grab them when you're home. Like yeah. That. So and like the sore, that makes sense. Yeah, I was Maximus at age five. Exactly. So that's the kind of like you were living out that archetype. And so right. then you can think of the different ways in which you have done that. You've been armored, you've been dueling or like at different stages of your yes, life. Absolutely. And then it's like, really, how do we take that and be like, I want to fight the good fighter, be courageous and, and, and ask, you know, the universe or whatever, like, give me the courage to do the things that I need right. and have faith in that. And then just go with so it. So true. So that that's the Mars on the Ascendant. It's brave. It's like bold. It's Do you ever take the armor off? Because you're like, shit, this is getting heavy. <laughs> Do you? No, I'm asking. Like, is that like an ability? Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah, Everyone needs to take the gets armor to off. Rest. The warrior gets to go to the temple and have sex. I feel like and I have heal. like yeah, I have, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say like I have yeah. periods where like I'm more yeah. Um, what's the word for it? Uh, dormant. Yeah. I think, and then yeah. there are moments where like yeah. I feel like I come in like a like yeah. a hot flash but yeah. <laughs> just because we've been talking about that but a lot but I feel like I'm sort of like in a dormant yeah period like about to like kick off in the new year or so I understand yeah that. well yeah you're going into your first quarter right progressed lunar phase and I don't year. know what that is I mean I mean yeah. well actually I do I take that there's back. energy in there yeah, yeah I just but I, I you yeah. know when you feel it but you can't verbalize yeah. it yeah I mean yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, right now it just feels dormant. Yeah. So I understand that. It's the, sort of the ebb and the flow yeah. of, of. It's kind of like, you know, that tarot card where it's the Toth deck and the, there's a, a the knights, oh, it, the, the different knights are, diff, are interesting. It might be interesting for you to look at the images of the knights in the tarot. There's one where, I think it's the knight of disc. So he's got his helmet back and he's just like resting and there's a sunset and he's got all his armor on, but it's because his helmet is open. There's this opening and his sword is down by his side. And there's just this beautiful moment of peace. Who's that? That like, feels like Kate. Mm, Who's yeah. that? That sounds like me. I think I think it's the night of discs. I love top. doing nothing. Yeah. And basking it's in the interesting. sun. I, well, it's interesting because your Mars is retrograde. So that can also, some astrologers would say that's a signature of like an internal kind of energy. Like it's not an aggressive, bold external. It's more of an internalized right. kind of thing. But I think it can operate in a lot of different ways. But like you're saying, there's just the ebbs and flows of it. Yeah. But it was visually a bright star there. So then you know, like, right. oh, this person's life is going to have some need to break the mold and to break the barrier mm -hmm. and to be controversial or at the edge of something. So if we look at the body of your work and the time that it came out and all the stuff that came. Well, Shane walked so a lot of people could run. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck boys everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> And you know Mars is thank definitely Thank you, Kate. Thank you for your work. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here to please. Bam. You know, to go back to like what, what is the book? It's like the mm -hmm. astrology of radical self-acceptance. Because mm -hmm. getting to self-love is great, but I don't know really how to do that. Does time, anybody? I don't know. I, anyone some does. Some people, yeah. But I think like if I can just accept myself, that's like a starting point. Like I, right. this is this is what I've been given, and 
this is this is what's hard about it, and this is what's beautiful about it. And but that comes with age, wouldn't you say? Yeah. That the, the, the no, acceptance? I still have self love problems, and yeah, I'm well, old. Of course, no, you don't have a you don't. It's not it's not a it's not a cure all, but there is just mm. a level of self acceptance. I think you just yeah. get with being older. It's yeah. although you still feel like the fourteen year old inside. You yeah. you've just you're like this is it, guys. Yeah. This Who are you it. talking to? You're just sick, in guys. general, it's just it's just a general it's a generalization as you get older. I think that's the, one of the beauties Hopefully. of it. Hopefully, Hopefully, if you have any capacity There's to self reflect whatsoever, precisely. right? <laughs> Some people that's just where we're don't supposed want to, to be do going. it. Some people are like, I'm, I don't want to look at myself. I think some oh, people I do it can't. all the time for whatever reason, and I think there's a variety of reasons actually don't have capacity to self reflect. I'm not saying they couldn't get there, but I do think that there are some really big obstacles for some folks to do that. It's, I don't think it should be a given. So I think if you can be self-reflective without being navel-gazy and like myopic about it, it's like such an important skill to develop because it helps to develop capacity. Yeah. And it helps to develop a resilience and an ability to do hard things that are necessary in the world. And forgive yourself too when you fuck up and make mistakes, yes. or when people in your life have done it, and you think, yeah. "Oh, you know what? It's not the We've end of the world." We've all been there. Exactly, yeah. it's human error for God's sake. No one's perfect. Yeah, and then if you can actually see if somebody doesn't have the capacity to self-reflect, it's egregious to be around, but it all can also build compassion for it. Well, that's that, what you were saying. That must be so top. lonely. I suppose so. Yeah, have some empathy. I feel like I was around someone that didn't have what you were saying that this level of self-awareness yeah. and, and I could look back and now have compassion, but at the time, Oh, zero. Oh, zero. Get me. Especially could, they're in charge of your safety. Oh my God. Way, I, couldn't, I could not get away fast enough. Right. Honestly. Right. And that's what you needed to do to survive. Exactly. And that's legit and fine. But yeah, as you get older, you come back to this place of like, Oh, I don't need anything from that person. Mm-hmm. I'm fully resourced in myself. Yes. And that's the biggest blessing I think yes. we can have. And then we can kind of just see who people are and that it's just not about us. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. Not. Oh my God. You're like, You're I'm, I have favorite. like, I, hearts. Chills. My heart's like beating out of my <laughs> chest. You're so amazing. I want everyone You're to be obsessed face. with you. I, I hope every pants listener downloads and buys everything. If you're, first of all, to support your amazing company, exactly. let's start there. Please download the um, Channy app. And because you're amazing. I mean, you know your stuff. And thank you, you so and much. You're so giving and generous. And thank, thank you for you having me. It's a total so joy. much for joining us today oh and giving us this An amazing honor. reading. Really? Ask me for thank anything. you. Now you have to ask me for whatever. Right. Yeah, you've done. You, okay. No, you've done. You've, but we all have I, to then I, I, ask yes. people for to do things. I don't. Was that on wait? The what do you mean? What do you mean? Because you were like, oh, I wanted to have you on for forever. Yeah. And I was like, I wanted to be on scared. for forever. But we were just all sitting around being like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not gonna. Ask. It was me saying, I don't know. I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like, why don't you just do it? And I'm like, because I get shy. So now we all just have to do it. Now I we see just what have you're saying. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Get your Mars on board. Get your Mars up and running, everybody. Mars up. Yeah, I gotta wake my. It, it's truly. Thank you it was again. An honor to have oh you. It really so was. Thank you. And so much blow fun. my mind. And I'm <laughs> like forever a fan. And I can't wait to buy the 2024 book. You don't have to. Shut up. What? That's what's crinkling at my feet. Shut up. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh my God, Chani. <laughs> You know, I buy Thank your you book. So I buy much. your book as birthday presents for people. Aww. Now you don't Thank have to buy the next so one. Channy, you generous. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Thank you so Thank much. You're welcome. All right. Channy, You're welcome. Everybody, please download Channy's yes. app and um, support her and her amazing business any way you can. Again, thank you <laughs> so, so, so you. much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Leisha Haley, and Kate Menick, produced and edited by Arwen Nix, mixed by Valentino Rivera. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS, and graphics are by Love Fox. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.